Hi, I'm Liz Stokel. And I'm Debbie Rude. We're Dancing with Skeletons. We know what it's like to keep our past hidden away, like skeletons in a closet. We also know the healing that comes from acknowledging who we used to be and how much we've learned. So every once in a while, we dance with our skeletons. So come dance with us. Good morning, Liz. It's been way too long. Oh my gosh. Good morning, Deb. <laughs> Welcome back to Dancing with Skeletons. Yeah. I, we, we're going to take just a couple weeks off in July, mm -hmm. and we've ended up taking like five weeks off or yeah. something like that yeah. because life has brought us a few challenges. Definitely. And actually, next week, I'm going to be at a, at a retreat. Oh, well, we can talk about that. No! I'm going to be... No, good for you. I'm going to be awesome. at a, a cool thing next week, but we'll talk about that later. Good, good, good. Yeah, so, so oh, we'll have to figure... Gosh. I don't know when we're... I don't know what we're doing next week. Yeah. People, I don't know what we're doing next week. Yeah, but you know what? I am happy to be back, and I want to catch up with you. And, and I want to catch up with you. Yeah. So, let's mm. see. Let's start with the bad news. Okay, yeah. Bad news first. That's always good. <laughs> but bad news is we both got COVID. We both got COVID. Not yes. from one another. No. The good news is we're both okay. Yes. Although yes. I think we're we're both a little I, phlegmy. We both still have some <laughs> phlegm. And for singers, this is not good. No, this is not good. <clears throat> and actors, it's not yeah, good. No. Um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm um happy and thankful to be well. Yeah. Um I have had to have, you know, just a variety of like you know, random medical things like mammograms and that kind of crap. Just, you know, <laughs> um, but so far, everything seems to be fine, so I'm thankful. Good. That seems like I'm 60 years old and for the most part healthy, except a little crazy, but, you know. And, and, and for a hypochondriac, that, that's all good news. <laughs> you know what? I get so much anxiety going to like, get my blood work and all that junk. I mean, I say yeah. hypochondriac, but it's I, oh, a word I, you've used I'm totally to describe yourself. Yes. <laughs> there is no denying I am that. I mean, I get some weird pain, and I'm sure I've got some crazy disease or something. So. I know. <laughs> but, um, I know. You're writing, you're writing your last will and testament <laughs> with the least. <laughs> so stupid. No. I don't know why I do that, but I've done that okay. since I was a kid, so it must be something from my my sordid past. <laughs> well, we've talked a little bit about yeah. you being in the hospital when you were a baby, and yeah. even though you don't remember it, your records showed that you cried a lot and yeah. you were very anxious, even yeah. as a baby. Yep. And so even though that's something you don't consciously remember, somewhere in your, um, in I think your, that somewhere in your DNA, somewhere in your psyche, there's that anxiety. There. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. In fact, I was talking about anxiety with uh, just kind of random, a couple different conversations about anxiety. And it's, it's, I mean, I think, I don't know if it's more common nowadays or just more people are talking about it. Yeah, I don't know, you know which, um, which, which came first, you yeah, know, the lot, chicken or the egg yeah, kind of situation. Lot of, but A lot of people I know suffer with some level of anxiety, which yeah. some of that, is, there is a normal amount of anxiety. Certain situations and things are going to cause anxiety, but when you kind of live with it constantly... That's not necessarily normal, you know. Well, um, and you know, you know, a lot of people that that walk in your world, mm -hmm. in your circle, are artists. Yeah. And I think <laughs> that, that those that us artists can be a little bit 
um, anxiety ridden yes. and yeah, <laughs> a little bit crazy. I think so. <laughs> So, but you know what? And so the bad news is we had COVID. The good news is mm-hmm. we're doing fine. Yeah. Um, we both took a little, a, a couple of trips. And yeah. I didn't get COVID from any of my travels. I got COVID from my husband who got, got COVID I, from a friend. Well, and I got COVID from my husband who got probably from friends at the pub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so. my husband went to hear a friend play at a bar. Mm-hmm. And, um, those damn bars. Those damn no. bars. <laughs> And so I think that that's where he got it. Um, and then, of course, I got it from him. But the traveling was lovely. But you got to go and see your friend get married. So those of you who have been listening to us from the beginning, I think it was in our very first year. I think it was. Maybe six months in, in 2020, yeah. 2020 early yeah. 2021 or late 2020, we interviewed mm-hmm. your friend. My friend Kelly. Kelly. And Kelly had lost her husband um, and and had a very um, long and drawn out and kind of public um, a Can- cancer journey. Yeah, he had a cancer with, journey with, with her husband, and then that that led to a little bit of a crisis in faith, which then completely, you know, brought yeah. her joy. Yeah. And so um, uh, that was a hard time for her, but she got married. She got married, and she alluded to the fact but it was very very a faint alluding to that she had kind of seen a man not really had met him yet but had seen a man that she kind of felt in her spirit was someone that she was interested in meeting yeah and I'm not sure if she even said that on no, I think that what she said during our interview was just that she sees reason for joy. Yeah, you know, and, ahead and and, and, the, and hope and, and hope po- and potential future. Yeah, and, yeah. So, the so this is what's so beautiful about this wedding is, you know, Kelly and I have been just dear dear friends for years and years since yeah. seventh grade, and and you know we refer to each other as our bestie. We're like the bestie right. of besties because we've. Right just shared so much of life together and um so when she lost her husband steve so they they worked she was the the pastor's wife which for those of you who understand what that means is that's a pretty big deal in a little church on a little island so now that i've i've been to this island and i see this community and i see how tight-knit it is um it's one of the islands off the coast of the it, state of Washington. It, yeah, so it's, it's the, when you're, in fact, when I was flying in, I could see her island. It's the the south, the, the furthest, furthest south island in Puget Sound. Oh. So as you're coming up to, and you see Puget Sound, depending on where the airplane is, yeah, it yeah. happened to be, I was right there. I could see Anderson Island right there. Wow. I could, I could even see like the ferry boat. Wow. I could even see all that. So it was pretty cool that what I could. What a lovely little life. See I would love to air. live in an, yeah. on an island like that. So so, the, so when they brought in a new pastor, after Steve passed, they brought in a new pastor. He and his wife are from Southern California. And Kelly was, as I, I think anybody would be, uh, had was maybe had some reservations. Just are they going to like her? Are they going to want to? Because she was still the music pastor person oh, there. Okay. Okay. Are yeah, they gonna right. wanna? Are they gonna like her? Are they gonna wanna replace her? Replace her? her? Are they yeah. not? You know, blah blah blah. All that kind of anxiety. Of course. And it turns out that 
And now that I know them, because I've met them, it turns out that Brad and Margie are... And they're the pastors. Absolutely the most lovely, lovely couple. And Margie and I, we we just, we clicked. We just clicked immediately. But all that to say, it's their good friend, Ralph, that came to visit to see Brad and Margie's new church. Okay. So he was from Southern California. He was from Southern California okay. and so were they. Okay. And so they he had lost his wife and so he was on a trip because it happens that he has a business and he flies between Washington and Southern California. Wow. So that's kind of random and coincidence, but yeah. So he came Serendipitous. to He <laughs> came to Anderson Island to to see um, His friends. Brad and Margie's yeah. new church and new environment and blah, blah. And that's when Kelly... So so, so had Kelly been introduced to no. him at that first trip? No, she just saw I him. I think she just saw him. <laughs> she just saw him. Aww. And so then the progression, you know, kind of unfolds. And it, I mean, it took several years for, for yeah. them to even really have a conversation or something. I mean, it was... Right. This was a pretty long, you know, so... Yeah. But they they met, fell in love, and and so so John and I had a very little, very fun little adventure where yeah. he drove, I flew in, he picked me up, we went to this beautiful wedding, and oh, so the wedding was up in Washington on Anderson mm-hmm. Island, and so is he going, to, Ralph? Is he going to now live there in Washington, so, or are they moving? So Ralph has a home in Whidbey Island, which is a little bit. It's kind of more up by Seattle. Okay. Seattle is about a 45-minute drive from from where Kelly is. Okay. So he has a home there, and then he has a home in Southern California. Oh. So they'll kind of go back and forth. Oh. But today, they're getting on an airplane going to Italy and Europe and stuff for three weeks for their honeymoon. Oh, how delightful. Yeah. How fun. You know, I got a I got a text from my friend. Um, my friend Tammy lives in Boise. And so it's always lovely. I mean, she and I are the, the friends who've known each yeah, other yeah, since yeah. we were 14 years old, yeah. you know. And I used to go spend time at her house, and she would spend time at my house, and we went to school together, and we, you know... Like the same boys, and right, we, you know, right. um, and we took lovely trips together, and you know, we go back a lot, and we have a lot of memories. I learned how to drive a stick um, <laughs> in her car in the parking lot of Roller Town, okay. um, and so we just have a lot of memories. Uh, um, and so she lives in Boise, so every time I go to visit my daughter, which is just lovely, I get to go visit my childhood friend. Right. And so she texted me the other day, and she said, "I just got this from." My my mother and the what she got from her mother was a text saying oh my god i'm getting married what <laughs> and she's like 81 82 awesome i know and so tammy's father passed away just i don't know it's been less than a year mm-hmm. um but they were both living with her so they they have um remodeled a little portion of their home to accommodate her parents you know you can there's young 80 people Young eighty-year-olds and old eighty-year-olds, and yeah. I know a lot of young ones. And you would, well, look at Nancy Pelosi. Oh my God, I she know. is a young 
That's right. 80 year old. That's right. Whether, whether, even if you don't agree with her. If you don't like she, her politics, it doesn't she matter. Is Look a at her. Young 80 year old. But anyway, I so know. I'm, sure, I'm sure they can still have a lot of fun. Yeah. And so um, th- she sent a picture of them together, and they're just. And so this guy is her college boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And so they, oh. they. I know. So, I mean, going way back to when they were uh, college students up in Northern California. And then, of course, life goes on and they, you know, go their separate ways. Um, And he lost his wife as well. And so they have reconnected in just the last, you know, few months or whatever. And so he's there visiting her and they want to get married. I mean, why not? You know, life is short. Why not? And why not? And they just really seem to click and connect. And I said, oh, my gosh, we're going to have a stepdad. And she goes, um, I cannot wrap my head around that. How about if we just say my mom's husband? Yeah. But it's just lovely to see, you know, these people who have been through really, really? tough stuff. Yeah. And they, they have yeah. lost the loves of their lives. Yeah. You know, the people that they, they, they had children with yeah. and built a life with. Yeah. And they've lost that. The, that person, and then but then something yeah, new. Yeah, There's they, something new that comes up they, along. You know, everybody at this wedding. There, it was a very small little wedding. There were, I think, 32 guests. Mm-hmm. Every single person at that wedding knew intimately the story because they were probably almost all of them, with the exception of a few of Ralph's friends that flew down from Whidbey Island. Right. Um, uh, knew the whole story and knew Steve and had been there. They had been probably his parishioners. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And there, the where the the lady. So Kelly has she's got an issues with her her mom, her her bio mom. I mean she her bio mom's alive and 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 Kelly has contact with her, but. Kelly's mom wasn't there. Yeah, I don't know if she shared a little bit with us when we interviewed her or if she shared off the air. I don't remember which, but she did share a little bit that she's got some challenges with her mom. Yeah, she's got some challenges with the mom. So there's this woman named Jennifer, and that's where this wedding was. And this, just the location of this wedding, it was just off the hook. I mean, you know, Puget Sound is, it's ocean water. And on this little island, there's two freshwater little lakes. Oh, wow. And so she has a home that's right on the lake with this dock. I sent you a picture, yeah, I think. Yeah, you did. So it was right on this dock, and, um, and it was sunny. It wasn't cloudy like a lot most days. It's cloudy there, yeah. which is why I could never live there. Right. Um, but it was just, you know... This just absolutely beautiful, beautiful day. But like they, they even they talked about at the rehearsal dinner. Um, there was conversation about both of their spouses that passed. So it wasn't like it was. It's almost like the spouses were there. Mm-hmm. Y- you know, it, yeah. it was. It was very nice how they included those stories of yeah. each of them losing a spouse and and. You know, that they both honored their spouses and were with their spouses to the end. Just all of that, you know, and it made it it made it made it even feel more special because they included them, you know, and that part of it. But I'll just tell one weird thing that happened. So, you know, I mean, it couldn't have been a more perfect day, perfect trip. John and I had a ball. Oh, all kinds of fun things we did. But um, the one weird thing that happened. (laughs) 
And Thank goodness weird stuff yeah. happens because what else would we talk about? That's right. And this could only happen to me. No, I'm going to say it could only happen to a singer. So, uh, I was the singer and the DJ. So I sang a song and I mean, I had some responsibilities to make sure all the music was playing at the right time. This song for this, that, you know, blah, blah. Oh, nice. So it got time for, so the ceremony's over, and now people are kind of mingling. John's still running around taking photos. And so I'm, I'm hungry. I'm going to get a bite to eat. So I filled up my plate, and I went down kind of by the water, and I sat down with Kelly's adult kids who I've really never met okay. as grown-ups. I've seen both of them as babies, right? but not as grown-ups because they live so far away. Right. And so, um, so I go down there, and I'm sitting there, and Natalie, she's lovely and so is Gabriel but Gabriel's quiet so I didn't get the conversation with Gabe that I did with Natalie yeah. so I'm mainly talking to Natalie and they have they were serving um chicken on a, like a skewer thing okay is it called saute chicken saute sati sati yeah. whatever sati yeah okay and so it's on a skewer okay so I talking to Natalie I pick up my and I take a bite and I, <laughs> I'm making this face because I'm like I'm cringing because yeah. I I just I'm imagining all kinds of yeah well malfeasance. So what happened? So I I get an immediate <laughs> horrible pain. Oh god! And I think to myself that I've poked my cheek, but with the skewer with the skewer. Okay. Because that would make sense. Right. But in in you know a flash of a second, I see a wasp. Fell out of my mouth. What are you saying? I fell out of my mouth oh. onto the ground. Natalie saw it, and I went. <laughs> I got stung inside your mouth, like right there on the <gasps> inside of my cheek. Natalie flew out of her thing, killed the wasp because it had it had sat it had, on the chicken. It sat on it the sat, chicken, and you didn't see it. You just grabbed it and put it in your mouth. <gasps> right. Oh, isn't that great? Oh. And I still had more songs to sing. <laughs> oh, my. God. Did you swell up? Or? So I looked at her and I said, i got to go get some ice. So I flew out of the chair and Margie, this woman yeah. who I connected with, I went straight to her. <laughs> and she took my hand and drug me in the kitchen. We got an ice pack. We found Benadryl. Liz, I was in <laughs> so much pain. It was my mouth and face was on fire. All the way, like up to my eye, all the whole this side of my tongue, kind yeah. of, kind of down my face, it effing hurt so bad. Oh my god! And so we kind of all how random. We kind of all waited to like see if I was gonna puff up. I did not. Wow! But on the inside, there was like a spot about like in between a quarter and a nickel size yeah. where it swelled inside wow. but and you could see it you could see it a little bit right there right but i did not swell up so we all after about 15 minutes we decided okay i'm not going to have some horrible reaction and you also didn't just pass out from benadryl and, well <laughs> and i and i did take a benadryl then i i didn't really drink anymore for several hours after right, right. that not that I was drinking at one o'clock in the afternoon, but you know. But you didn't want to pass out. No, I didn't want to. <laughs> you know, well, like my work was kind of done, so it was like I could have had a drink and right, right, enjoyed right. my. But I was no, I better not. But yeah, I, yeah. I kept an ice pack, ice pack in there, 
but and I had a so- another song to sing, and I, you know, had the rest of the thing to get through. Wow. And it was on fire until 10 o'clock at night. Oh. I was just literally on fire. So it was like, you know, you just... I knew I wasn't going to die, and I knew that it wasn't going to swell anymore, and I wasn't going to need to be airlifted off an island <laughs> because my airway is closing or something, which... Well, it, it, all of that could have happened. Right. So I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm just going to go on and be in pain and uh. <laughs> so oh my yeah. gosh so that was that was the that was an odd thing that is a once in a lifetime yeah. kind of experience I only think, to a singer <laughs> only to a singer oh my gosh so, yeah that's i think crazy. i'm gonna have to put that little chapter in my book that's crazy things that happen to singers on gigs that's so awesome. I know. If you uh, follow, I follow a couple of people on, on um, well, it's not even on TikTok. I think that they do these things on TikTok, but it's on Instagram that I see these little videos uh-huh. where they, like, one is a singer who makes little videos about strange things uh-huh. that singers go through, and one is a former waiter yeah. who ma- who does these little videos about things that waiters go through. You yeah. Know? yeah. But they're hilarious, but that would be a good TikTok. Yeah, it would. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is crazy. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so that was, but we had a lovely time. Then we traveled back down. We went, we went up to Seattle, had a great time with some friends um, that we didn't really know super well, but now we do. Yeah. We had just a great time with them. And then we drove back down and we spent some more time. John had already spent some time with his son, daughter-in-law. And grandkids, and then we went. Back, we stayed one more night with them, and then we went to Ashland, Oregon. Spent the night, met some really fun people there, and then came home. Went to my mom's for one oh, night, and then nice. and then we came home and nice. right just hit the ground running. Bam! Yeah, back. So yeah, that's busy, crazy. busy, busy. Just so much going on around here. So much going on around here. I know. But <clears throat> I mean, honestly, between. Not being able to go out for basically two weeks because of COVID. Right. So being kind of isolated. And then I had like two days where I was negative, not positive, negative. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I said that the other day, but. Testing negative. Yeah. And then I got on, and then we were gone for that week. So about three and a half weeks, I haven't really been at my schools. Wow. I've been in contact with, you know, folks here, but. Yeah. And how's the new school going? We have 99 students in there. We're, That's we're almost to 100. So I That's think amazing. Next week, the week after, we're going to have a a 100 club wow. party. Wow. Talk about a little step into a step of faith and a step into the abyss. You mm-hmm. really just stepped out into the abyss, you know, with opening that shop and took yeah. a leap of faith and yeah. it worked out. It's, 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 it's exciting. That's amazing. So. That's so, so great. Yeah. So we'll see. You know, we have the new school year here. We haven't really done. We have a bunch of stuff we're going to do to try to help market for back to school. And we've got a showcase coming up. And the holidays are coming up. And, oh, my God, there's just so many things coming up. I know. I know. So That's great. 
That's great. When we get off the air, remind me. I want to talk to you about a pop-up. Okay. Um, so I want to talk to you about okay. something. But okay. anyway, um, that's awesome. It sounds yeah. like you had a great end of year kind of thing. We, you know, we took a little, I think, I don't even know if we've met since we took a little getaway I, to San Francisco. We took our little five-year-old grandson to well, San you, Francisco for well, a little yeah, getaway. But then didn't you go But to... then I went back to San Francisco for my niece's birthday. Mm-hmm. And that's when my husband got sick. That's when my husband got came in contact with somebody with COVID. Okay. While I was up there being safe, yeah, yeah, he yeah. was down here being <laughs> unsafe. <laughs> yeah. And um, then when I got home, we both got sick. So we did this little thing with my niece. My niece had a birthday, and my sister and my mom, and and my niece's husband, and uh, you know, they. It was just a lovely little. Didn't you guys go to Pismo? Couple too? of nights. Oh yes, my husband and I went to Pismo just for a day trip. Okay. Okay. And so we just. You know, I had told him the day before I'd really like to just drive to Pismo and just have lunch or whatever. And so he said, so he's like, oh, I don't know if that's something I want to do. I mean, you know, there's so much to do. Well, you yeah, know, and, just, and also gas. Yeah, the it's price like, of gas, blah, blah, blah. It's like, really? And just what? travel and dealing with people. Mm-hmm. But he had this Friday. He had a Friday off um, every once in a while. His company kind of closes down for a Friday and gives a wellness day. And so this was a wellness day. So when he woke up in the morning, he said, well, do you want to go to Pismo? And I'm like, yeah, heck yeah, I do. And so we just got in the car and we just drove and, you know, he ended up having lunch. He had never had lunch at the Splash Cafe, which is the little, you know, famous Mm -hmm. clam chowder in a bowl place down there in Pismo. And me and my kids used to go all the time to Pismo because my mom used to live there. Okay. So I would take the kids for a week, you know, summer vacation here or two weeks there or four days there or whatever. And so me and the kids would go a lot. Okay. But he would have to work, so he didn't go as often. Right. And when he did go, we would usually eat someplace else because who wants to stand in line for an hour at Splash Cafe? You know, the last time John and I went over there for the day, we didn't have to stand in line very long. It was... Exactly. And that's exactly how it was this time. Okay. And so he's like, oh, yeah, let's go, you know, let's yeah. go have a clam chowder. Yeah. So he had the traditional clam chowder in a bowl. And I, for the first time in my life, because this is something I always want to have, um, but I've never found a place that, you know, I was, that I could order it. And it was on special for the day. And I'm like, oh, I'm doing this. A um, lobster roll. Oh. Ugh. It was so good. A lobster roll. A lobster roll, which is basically just, it's like tuna salad, but made with lobster. Okay. Okay, so it's just lobster, mayonnaise, you know, Mm, salt and pepper, pepper. Mm -hmm. a little bit of celery, put in a hot dog bun. (gasps) And just served in a hot dog bun. And it's just... You know, the the lobster was buttery, Mm. and the chunks were big, and it was just so good and so light Mm -hmm. and just lovely. And so that's all we had was just lunch, and then we took a walk down the beach. We probably walked two miles on Mm -hmm. the beach, and then we came back and went to the little candy shop and got some hot licks. Okay. You know, cinnamon candy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And we got some uh, fried crickets and some... uh, Fried crickets? Fried crickets. That's not for reals, That's for reals. They serve. They they have little... Oh, hell no. Oh, no. I should have brought them. Oh, hell no. But they have little boxes. Mm -mm. Um, You can get... Worm larva? Oh, hell no. 
<laughs> that's when oh, you can get uh, crickets no. and they're seasoned. They're sour. <laughs> <laughs> She's sticking her fingers in her ears. She doesn't want to hear any more of this. And there's there's sour cream and chai flavor. There's barbecue flavor. Oh my God. And our little wilder loves to eat the little worm larva and the crickets and stuff. He loves it. So as a back to school uh, little gift, which I, we haven't given him yet. So we need to give him, we bought him a box of crickets and oh. we bought him a People, green, are you hearing this? A green sucker filled with ants. Uh, I know that in other countries, bugs are like <laughs> delicacies. Thank God I don't live there. I, I don't, I mean, I guess if you grow up as a baby eating bugs, you just don't know any different. I mean, all of it just tastes like, I mean, honestly, <sighs> it just tastes like, what, what can I compare it to? I don't know. It tastes like a little piece of... Um, a, 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 a little chip. I, it's just a chip, you know, because it's like the sour cream and onion kind of flavor. Yeah, so but it, can you see that it's a bug? Oh, yeah, it's a full-on... Oh, oh, with oh, the little, hell, oh, hell no. The little... No, you, no. Legs. And, no. <laughs> I can't. So Wilder has eaten a lot of that since he's wow. been a baby. And uh, so we bought him... Um, I'm having we, a hot flash <laughs> We bought him this little back-to-school kind of treat. So next time we see him, we'll, and he'll be totally excited about it because he's eaten uh, oh, a lot of that. <laughs> I mean, I remember <laughs> in, at, when I went to sixth grade camp, you know, you go to sixth grade camp, like winter <laughs> camp or whatever. Uh-huh. And the two memories that I have from winter camp when I was in sixth grade is, one, they make you swim across the swimming pool and it was so cold that I thought I was going to die. Yeah. But they want to see, make sure you can swim, you know. <laughs> and they make you dive into a pool that is just... Uh, ice cold. Ice yeah. cold. Uh-huh. And then, you know, you go on the survival tour thing. There's, And I do remember eating live black ants. Live? They okay. were They were alive. Yeah. You, uh... <laughs> like, I... <laughs> but could you even taste them? Yeah, it was salty, kind of. Oh, and, okay. and just... You know, so I guess maybe the wasp in my mouth was, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> See, it was just I a just, flashback to just Thank God I didn't crunch the wasp with my teeth. Exactly. That w- I, exactly. We wouldn't be sitting here talking. <laughs> I probably. Oh, that's so, I, I love that our grandson is so adventurous. You know, one of the things that he does when he comes to my house... I don't know if I've shared this story, but it's great because I have a wall of spices. And so there's like, I don't know, 45 different spices on my wall. And they're in little magnetic tins, right? And so I have them right there on my wall, uh, just outside of my pantry, so that I can just pull, yeah, grab these little things to go. And I always know when I'm out, because they have the little clear lids. And if they're running low, I know what to buy the next time. And so I love, and it 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 inspires me to cook. I'm like, ah, well, this herb, dif- you know, this 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 particular herb. What should I do with this? What can I, you know, this whole yeah. mustard grain. What can I do with that? And you know, these pink, uh, these pink pepper seeds. You know, what can I mm-hmm. do with that? So I have these wonderful spices there, and so Wilder will just ask me if he can, taste. you know, taste them. Okay. And so I, you know, I'll I'll. Tell him, well, you can try this one. This one, I just want you to smell. Like, you know, maybe like cayenne. We're not going to taste that, but you can smell it, you know, or whatever. And he just loves the feel of cinnamon. It feels so soft. Ooh, this feels so soft. Because cinnamon does have a very, yeah. you know, fluffy, powdery, powdery kind something. of, yeah. yeah. 
And um, but he's tasted, you know, thyme and rosemary and mm-hmm. um, aniseed and uh, okay. you know all of those kinds of. He just he's tasted many of my, and I and I love that he's adventurous like that. I love that he uh, wants to know. Yeah, you know, wants to know. Oh yeah. And I, so one time I had a piece of candied ginger. And he said, can I, Nona, can I have a piece of that? And I said, sure, but it's really spicy. Okay. And so he takes a piece and just puts it in his mouth. And I'm like, oh, okay. Did he like it? No. He spit it out. And he's like, oh, that's too spicy for me. That's too spicy for me. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, ginger is something spicy. else. Yeah. 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 Uh, yesterday, my son and I went and had sushi. And um, I said, aren't you going to eat the ginger? And he goes, I can't stand ginger. And I'm like, What? Who doesn't like ginger? Yeah, I like but, a little, little um, ginger. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love that. I love that my grandson is very adventurous, and he, you know, he's he's he loves to be outside, and he loves to explore, and he he's he's just very adventurous. Yeah, so well, it's very fun. All that's good, except for the eating bugs part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Our <laughs> summer has been filled with doing a lot of things that we just really don't want to do. Mm-hmm. We've had two cars die, and say. one of them was has been investigated by the Bureau of Automotive Repair, and it turns out that the mechanic that we gave $4,200 to just um, did a bad patch job. And so all these metal shavings and stuff are like from bad welds that, I mean, they didn't repair anything. Right. You know, at least not the way it should so have been. So they robbed you. So they robbed us. Mm-hmm. So I think that where we're at right now is just in this place where other people's incompetence mm-hmm. has led to the need for us to add things to our plate that we just don't have time yeah, yeah. for yeah. or we don't have the energy for. Yeah. And it's making us very grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, both my husband and I are just very grumpy about these kinds of things. And I realize that it's just life. But, you know, just life is having your car break down and taking it to a mechanic and not being able to drive for two weeks while it's being fixed. That's just life. But having a mechanic who says it's going to be done in two weeks and it ends up being two months right. and then it it's not need, fixed. And, it, and then they've lied to you about what they've done. Yeah. That's a different kind of animal. And we've had two cars. It just is completely coincidence. Two cars, their engine went out over the course of about two or three month period of time. So one was $4,200 and is undrivable. And one is costing $5,000 but will be drivable. Right. And that car ended up having a, a recall problem that we were never told about because we're the second owners. Um, so, you know, it's just it's just money. a big chunk of money that, you know, you're like, and so I, I'm supposed to get a kitchen remodel and that didn't happen this summer because there's no money. Um, my husband has had some health issues and I've had foot surgery and yada, yada, yada. And so, you know, you just kind of, yeah. you know, you're looking forward to your summer going, this is the summer I yeah, get yeah, and to then, do some work in my kitchen, and then everything else around you goes to hell, and the kitchen still looks the same, and the bathroom. We were supposed to do a remodel in the bathroom, and it's a bright 
lemony yellow and we you know I, I oh this must be another bathroom. Uh, the second bathroom yeah so the first bathroom we did this beautiful remodel yeah, yeah i know that's just amazing yeah um but the second one now you know and so the kitchen and bathroom were supposed to yeah and they didn't get done because of a myriad of other things that have gotten in the way and it's just it just becomes exhausting well when there's you know? so many things on it's like if there's just one i i heard someone say sometime that like like if a person is dealing with like, once you get to like three or more kind of big things, then you can't you can't handle it anymore. Like right. if if you're looking at one or two things that are kind of big, yeah, you know, like I guess you know, like even, a divorce and the selling of the house yeah, and all that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, but you can go through a divorce and be okay. But if you're also selling a house and and someone's sick and, and someone's sick and yeah, you know, and you're. And, you know, I mean, I don't, I feel like I'm often dealing with, I'll say not huge, not many huge fires, but many moderate fires, you know, small, small to moderate little fires all the time, Right. you know, and I feel like I'm constantly having to, and, and when I say a fire too, I don't even necessarily, it's not even necessarily negative, but it's just like a thing. Right. You know, there's a handled. thing that has to be handled. Right. That's not, no one's dying, there's no blood, but right, right. but it's but it's something that's, you gotta do. And, and I find, I mean, I, for me, I said, that makes me feel insane. Yeah. Like if I've got five or six, problems here you know I got this teacher who's sick and these people who need to be rescheduled and this employees in Disneyland and this one is over you know on whatever it is you know I'm I'm just making that up right, but right, you know right, right but it's it gets to be hard to try to navigate all yeah. that stuff and so like what you're saying you've got these big things yeah to navigate it's it's a lot well and when the first car broke down it required uh, several uh, uh, hotel stays down in southern california because that's where the car broke down and several visits to a mechanic and several so it it all these you know pla- places we didn't intend on going yeah. we all of a sudden are trapped in you know right we don't want to ever go back to um you know, there's parts of Southern California I never need to see again, ever, as yeah. long as I live. <laughs> yeah. um, and But even a, a month or so ago, when the second car broke down, it also broke down in Southern California. And AAA has, there's an issue with the Southern California AAA. And if you go online and it, everybody talks about it, there's an issue. So the second car broke down in Hollywood on Sunset Boulevard. Oh, my God. And so there, and so I'm down there on Sunset Boulevard calling AAA, and they, oh, we'll be there in 58, we have to get it to a mechanic that is a mile away, a mile, so that they can see if they can find out what's wrong. So we're we're satisfied with the fact that this mechanic is going to at least look at it. Mm -hmm. We don't necessarily are going to pay for him to do the work, but he's going to look at it. Right. So I'm standing there on Sunset Boulevard. AAA says I will be there in 58 minutes. And then it gets like 15 minutes goes by and it changes to an hour and 58 minutes. And so I ended up calling AAA multiple times. And after five hours, they still were not there. 
So we started calling at 11. At 4 o'clock, they still were not there. And so, again, I probably could have pushed the car and been there. But I have no water. It's hot. My son and I are there together. It is, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, it's ridiculous. And so finally, I called the tow truck because now they're saying that the mechanic closed at 5. Now they're saying the, the tow truck's not going to be there till 7. So after starting to call at 11. You guys are there all day? All day on Sunset Boulevard. So I um, ended up uh, calling another tow truck. They charged me $180 because it's outside of the AAA network. They charged $180 to drive the car, to take the car a mile. Um, and so then I fought AAA for a reimbursement, which I have to tell you, they gave me. Okay. Because um, I listed every single phone call I made and every single promise they made, blah, blah, blah. So then the mechanic says, well, it's the recall problem. It needs a new engine or whatever. I'll do the work. Or maybe you want to sell it to me. And my husband's like, no, I'm not going to sell you the car. And no, I'm not going to have you do the work because we've already had work done in San Bernardino by the crook. You're in Hollywood. I don't want my cars anywhere south of Bakersfield yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he went down and called AAA ahead of time and said, I'm going to need to tow this car to Fresno. When should I call you and how should I get, you know, and they said, call us three hours ahead of time. So call us when you're, you know, three hours from here. Mm -hmm. And my husband's like, okay, no problem. So he drives down there and um, he's got a trailer hitch on this car. And he's like, if worse comes to worse, I'm going to tow it back myself. But hopefully that's not what needs to happen. So he is feeling super tired and super just ugh, icky. The next day, he tested positive for COVID. Oh. But he didn't know that at the time. So he now is heading down. He gets three hours from LA. He calls and says, okay, I'm going to need a tow truck. They say, okay, no problem. We'll get somebody to tow you back to Fresno. So he gets there, no tow truck. And he can see that they're now saying, oh, it's going to be two hours from now. It's going to be three hours from oh. now. It's going to be doing the same thing that they did to me three days earlier. And so he said, oh, we're not doing this. So did he tow it back himself? So he went to to um, to U-Haul uh, and got a, a trailer. A, a, yeah, yeah, the hitch and the, and the little trailer to put it on. And he has never towed a vehicle before. And he drove it home. And he, and so he's laying in the middle of sunset because the way this this uh, little mechanics place, you kind of have to back into it. And so one vehicle is in there in their parking area, but my husband's vehicle is in the road. Mm -hmm. And so he has to back in and um, and then hook the car up and get the help of these other people to, you know, the mechanics and stuff to hook the car up. And he's laying in the middle of Sunset Boulevard underneath the car, trying to make sure everything is hooked up. And he says, this is how I'm going to die. This is how I'm going to die. Just laying here in the middle of the road. I'm going to get broadsided by some car who doesn't see right. or isn't paying attention, and this is how I die. But he ended up getting the car, getting it home, and just like collapses because 
It's been he, a very exhausting day. Well, and he doesn't know he's sick. And he doesn't know he's sick. Oh, God. And the next day, he tests positive. And, and you know, then we got it to the mechanic here who said, yeah, it's going to need a new engine. And so we, it's here, and we're, you know, we've got it at a mechanic that we trust. That you trust. Um, but I'm telling you what, AAA is on our is on our, you know, shit list right now. Yeah, AAA <laughs> is really kind of on our ship, shit list. And apparently yeah. there's an issue between Northern California and Southern California mm. AAA. Mm. But anyway, we've been a member of, you know, we've yeah. been a member yeah, of yeah, AAA yeah, yeah. since 1986, and so yeah. it's really hard. So, oh, Liz. So we're just That's dealing with all problem. that. But let me just end with this, because I just kind of want to want to encourage you. If you if you guys know people that are going through, you know, just stuff and you don't know what to do, I'm going to encourage you to not make assumptions yeah. as to what, because it might just add to the anxiety. Mm -hmm. It might just add to their list of things. And if you say, hey, I'm going to come over and bring you a meal, well, what is that? Are you going to expect to come into my house? Because if so, I need to be there and I need to, you know, there's a certain way I want my house maybe to look if you're going to walk in. Or are you going to leave it on the porch? Or, you know what I mean? I mean, mm -hmm. just be conscious of of what people are going through. Mm -hmm. And I know it's easy to just say, well, if it were me, I would want this. Well, yes, but we know people, you and I know people who have in the past couple of months, just in the past few weeks, in fact, mm -hmm. have gone through some really, really hard, tough stuff. Yep. I mean, little babies have been you know, born and have struggled. Um, their parents, I mean, just, all kinds of all stuff. All kinds of stuff. People with cancer. Just so I'm just going to encourage you to reach out to those people. Don't assume that you know what they want. Yeah. Um, but just say, hey, can I bring you a, a meal? Can I bring you a gift card? Um, you know, is there something I can do? Um, we have a new neighbor living next door, and I, I noticed that half of this eight foot strip of lawn between us and her was mowed a couple of weeks ago. Half of it, not the whole thing, but half of it. And I'm like, what the heck is happening to my lawn? And then last weekend I saw her out there mowing her lawn and she mowed half of the strip of my lawn on my side of the yard. An eight foot strip, she mowed half. And I'm like, what? And so she, it's too short. It's got divots in the lawn. It's it looks bad. Mm -hmm. It looks like she took a, I don't, a shovel and, a like, shovel and just kind of yeah. And so I'm like, what is happening? And so I don't even know this woman. I don't know her name. She's never introduced herself. She's only lived there two months. And so my husband went out and said, um, you know, you don't need to mow our lawn. And she goes, oh no, I don't mind. I'm out here anyway. And he's like, no. You don't understand. I need you not to, to mow, mow my lawn. <laughs> and so, you know, it's very funny. I mean, it completely confounded me that she actually thought maybe she was doing us a favor. Right, right. Um, that was surprising to me. But at the same time, I get it. Yeah. She genuinely thought she was doing us a favor. Right. I don't know why you would think that mowing half of a lawn is doing somebody a favor. I don't either. But 
whatever's going through her head. And you know, it's it's very common for us to just say, hey, I'd like to help you, and this is the way I'm going yeah, to help you. I, I think that as a neighbor in that particular situation, you might say, hey, you know, we kind of share this area, so, you know, I'd like to help, or do you, you, you talk about. I mean, you can have a conversation yeah, yeah. with someone. That's pretty easy. You know, and that's not, yeah, that's not a hard thing to do. And, you know, we've been there in this house for 34 years, and I work, I love to work in the yard. I know My you, husband I know doesn't you do. do it. It's me. Yeah. And I love a weed whacker and a lawnmower, and I love, mm-hmm. you know, I, I get to see Things grow and change. Mm -hmm. The laundry never changes. No, it does not. It just (laughs) multiplies and looks (laughs) gross. That's right. But my yard, on the other hand, I can mold it and it will obey me. And it will be anything I want it to be. Yeah. You know, unlike my children or my friends. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and so I really take a lot of joy. Mm -hmm. And it's not the most beautiful yard, but I take joy in my yard right and in doing that work right and so i just really want to encourage everybody out there if you know somebody who's struggling right now even asking the question what can i do to, to help might be more than they can deal with right then yeah cuz then that's just putting some responsibility on them to think about what they need exactly so if you feel like you can ask them that question fine but if not don't make assumptions about what you can do. Right. You know? And so there's some very generic things that are helpful to people. You can give them gift cards to grocery stores mm-hmm. or to restaurants. Mm-hmm. Um, you can even just, you know, deliver some flowers. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I know some people who hate flowers, and I know who those people are because I take time to get to know them. Right. And right. if somebody hates flowers, I'm not going to give them flowers in a time of grief. No. no. <laughs> you know what I mean? But maybe just a little flower. A or little, even a card. Just, just a card. Just to, just, say, just to card. say you're thinking of them. Not not what do you need? What do you what can I do? But just hey, I love you and I'm thinking of you. Even a text. Or a text. You know, my yeah. sister lives in another state. She also contracted COVID. And you know, so what could I do for her? Nothing except Call her on occasion and send her a text on occasion and just say, hey, just checking in. Just how are you doing today? And, you know, that means, I'm telling you, it means everything. And even you stopped by, you know, a week or two ago. And you... I did. You know, and I love that. And I appreciate you so much because because it made me feel less alone, you know. And so people can say, you're not alone. I'm here. Well, if you're on the other end of a Facebook post, you're not there. Right. You're just a name. Right. You know, that's popping up saying, hey, right. you know, you're not alone. Well, yeah, no, yeah. I, I'm yeah. kind of alone. You're, <laughs> yeah. you know, you live 200 miles away. But, yeah. um, but a personal text. Mm-hmm. Screw Facebook. Yeah. You know, if you know them well enough. You know, then get their phone number. Yeah. And you don't, I don't like phone calls, but I love texts. Yeah. You know, and you can text me. You can send me a card, you know, and just say, hey, I'm I'm thinking. You of did you. look cute, by the way, out there working <laughs> in your yard. <laughs> 
with oh my gosh, my hair was totally she, pulled back. It was she's awesome. all looking hot. Oh looking my gosh. Oh no, it was ridiculous. <laughs> it was ridiculous. I looked ridiculous. But I I just want to encourage all of us because a lot of people are are really yeah. are really struggling right now. It's 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 a hard it's hard all around. It really yeah. is. And, and, you know, it might not be a big thing. People might not be facing big things. But even just a thousand little things yeah. can be really overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. And so be, yeah. be aware. Yeah. 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 Be aware. Well, this, this month may be a little spotty in terms of our getting back on our track. But we do have some merch now. Um, we have these really cute little wine glasses, so we're going to yeah. somehow put those up online. Yeah, so we'll put them up on the website. We'll put a link to yeah. it here in the they're, podcast. They're really super cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. We're, we're starting to get some, some swag, some merch. So. Yeah, and so if you want to purchase um, these, we have these adorable little wine glasses. We'll put, we'll put a picture of them on the website. We will um, put a link to it in this podcast. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, if you want to help support us, yeah. and that would be awesome. Um, and also, if you want these adorable little wine glasses mm-hmm. that say DWS, yes, and, and they have little hands. skeleton hands uh-huh. in the form of a heart. Yeah, oh my gosh, they're so very cute. Yeah. So. And so uh, Deb had those designed mm-hmm. and bought those for us. So, yeah. yeah. They're cute. So, anyway, well, we'll see you, if not next week, the week after. Right. So, right. so yeah. So, um, God bless everybody. We love you, and um, we'll see you next time. Yeah, yeah. God bless. Ha- happy fall. We're coming into it. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, bye. Bye.